everyone? I hope you are doing amazing and Super Bowl weekend was hopefully fun and safe. Super happy that the Bucks won. Shout out to the GOAT Brady. Seven rings. Right, that's seven. Yeah, ah, that, that went to ten. Uh, shout out to the GOAT Brady and uh, shout out to all my Niner faithful out there. We got a revenge yesterday and now it's a new season. So let's see what happens. I mean, I'm not saying nothing, but... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, also, quick announcement and reminder to go check out the listener support tab if you already haven't. Link is going to be down below in the Spotify and YouTube versions of this. So if you can donate anything, please feel free to do so. Anyway, on this episode of the podcast, we have one of South Bay's finest, someone who is extremely talented at his craft and on the come up. We have Brian Lee, a.k.a. Kid Kuza. Brian is a student at NYU, but when he's not hitting the books and getting great grades to impress his parents, he's rapping. And believe me when I say this, this man raps his ass off. Here's a sample of some of his music. Come up, man, I'm always on the ground. Wouldn't work and break even because I'm not even at my prime. I got time. All you gotta do is watch us survive. Because I'll be spitting fire until the day that I die. No lie, all these artists, they think that they're so fly. But how many artists can do anything from trap to low fi I could do snapbacks and hoodies and I could do suits and bow ties. These rappers have the same style and I don't know why. So tell me how you gon' hate on a kid with a dream of being a rapper that don't sip lean. A lil G, I started spitting bars at 15. I'm old enough to drive, but I could spit sweet six. 16s, you feel me? Uh, I'm trying to do it on my own. I'm trying to get to seven digits. I'm not talking about no phones. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse and that's no joke. All these rappers I look sheep, but I'm trying to be the goat, so I'm back. Y'all thought I was playing, but I'm back. And I'm about to show you how to rap, so I'm back. I've been chilling for a while, but I'm back. And I'm about to show you how to rap, so I'm back. Man, y'all thought I was playing, but I'm back. And I'm about to show you how to rap, so I'm back. I've been chilling for a while, but... And our essential question for today is what does it take to become a rapper? With regards to the question, Brian and I talk about a lot of the things related to his rap career and also the rap industry in general. We talk about his influences in the genre, how his upbringing and community has helped his bars, and we also talk about various Asian American rappers and how tough it is to break into an industry where, let's be real, there isn't a lot of Asian people. Brian's discography, we talk all about Brian's discography and his music, so go check him out if you haven't already. I'm going to link his YouTube and Spotify down below, so go listen to some of his bangers. Uh, his name is Kid Kuza, so remember the name. And also follow him on Instagram, at Kid Kuza, to know when more of his banger of music is coming out. So without further ado, here it is, episode 11 with Kid Kuza. Cue it up. Coming to you live from my parents' house, we got episode 11 of the Essential Question Podcast coming to you live and on Zoom. We got Mr. Young College Copout, a.k.a. Kid Kuza, a.k.a. Brian Lee himself. What's up, man? That's good. That's good. I'm good. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, <laughs> that was yeah, a great intro. I know. I try. Uh, but that, you know, I got to keep up in the intro game every episode. Episode That's one good. kind of started kind of eh, but now you know, I see. You gotta, I see. Gotta you get got into that, it. You got that announcer voice going. I like Dude, it. I, I try. <laughs> I try. Um, how you doing? 
I'm good. Um, school started, but I'm just trying to, you know, keep up with all the work. But it's been good. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. You're trying to balance like music and school. Right. And, right. Yeah. And just being in like a new city is like also a big <laughs> difference. Yeah. You know? You're in New York, right? Yes. Yeah. So how's the uh, like? Do you like take the subway a lot or like not with COVID uh, and stuff? Uh, I mean, yeah, because like when I get around, I do take the subway, but every I swear every time I take the wrong subway and go the other direction, and then I have to go back again <laughs> all the way across, and like yeah, I just must, I'm yeah, I'm just I have bad sense of direction. So no, that must suck because like the subway system is hella complicated. So like, yeah, you know, coming from like the South Bay where like the Bro. BTA doesn't even show up, like you have the fucking subway in New York. Like so, I mean, back at home, like I have my car, and that was like that's true to me. So yeah. I'm just I really miss that. But yeah. all right. Uh, tell the people, okay, so I, this is the first thing before I, we get into like the real thing. Um, the essential question today is what does it take to become a rapper? And I'm sure Brian can help us. Brian, AKA kid Kuza can help us uh, answer that question. Um, but, uh, just a real quick, like give the people like a two sentence summary of like who you are. Okay. Real quick. Um, so again, my name is Brian Lee. I also go by kid Kuza. Um, and I'm a rapper slash producer slash musician and i'm from the bay area so there you go that's that's yeah. a that's a good intro it's concise kind of it. right to the point right it's really good um <laughs> but you. yeah before we get into the actual like meat of the podcast i was mm -hmm. wanted to do a rapid fire intro ask you a few questions let the people right. get to know who you are cool, um, cool. Okay. so first question i have this is gonna be all rap themed because we got a rap <laughs> oh, so you know, <laughs> We're going to test his knowledge a little bit. Oh, shoot. Um, All right. I'm going to test it up. Yeah, All we right. got to test you. Uh, who was the rapper or like rappers that got you into like the genre of rap? Um, okay. I, I would say the rapper that like I first really got into was Logic. <laughs> hey, that's what's and, up. I'm a big Logic fan. We, we, and, uh, we scan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Logic fan too, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also it, it's just like Logic, J. Cole, and Kendrick. It's kind of basic, but like that was what got me into it. I respect it. Those are, that's my, those three are on my Rushmore for sure. So All right, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we, we stand. Uh, good taste. Do you good like taste. the, do you like No Pressure, the new album? Yeah, yeah it was good. It yeah. Was good. I, cause like honestly, the, like the past few projects, I wasn't really liking, but yeah. No Pressure, I thought was really good. I thought it was a good yeah. return to form. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I exciting. felt the same way. I mean, it was a nice yeah. send off. I think it's exactly. what the fans wanted. So right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you have any other like favorite genres of music, or is it just like rap, Stan? Um, I'm a big jazz fan because I used to, or I used to play saxophone, so uh, okay. I was really into jazz music before hip hop, I guess. Um, and so like once in a while, I'll listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> also, like sometimes I'll like sample that stuff too. So. Okay. Cool. Little Coltrane, Miles Davis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel. I feel. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, who inspires you the most in your music career, and like, who do you want to build your career like if you had to choose like one Ooh. person? All right. This is a good question. Um. Uh. Uh. There's a. There's a. Are, do you know? Do you know Dumbfounded? No, I do not. Okay. He's basically like the Korean American rapper, okay. and I feel like. Maybe just because he's also Korean, like that's kind of a little role model see, thing, right? And I like, yeah. I feel like I've I've based my sense of style off of him too, and that kind of thing. That's and, cool. And, 
I just is, think he's dope. Is he like really big or is he just kind of on nah. the come up right now? Um, he's been in the game for a while, but he started off through like battle rap. And okay. so like okay. back in like high school, like I was watching like these battle rap videos. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be like that. But <laughs> yeah, that's super that's, dope. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, give me your Rushmore top five goat rappers all time. Oh, geez. Uh, okay, the thing is, people ask me this question, and I don't have like a top five like greatest. I have like top That's five fair. maybe like like influences, but not like you could go influences. All could, right, it's all a right. flexible question. Um, I mean, I would put uh, Kendrick, uh, J Cole. I really like Isaiah Rashad, and uh, Blue. Was, was more like underground okay cool 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 that's that would probably be my come on no drake where, where, i'm sorry bro yeah, i like drake though i fuck, I fuck with drake though yeah. man <laughs> certified lover boy about to change people's opinions on drake he's dropping it. he's dropping he's dropping it this month i think this month what oh, he was yeah. saying it I'm makes sense for it. yeah yeah because it's I mean it's called certified lover boy it's February, yeah. you know love yeah. is in the air got there's, it there's yeah, there's gonna be some bangers on there. Yeah, for sure. oh for sure. I mean, it's, it's Drake, so yeah. I mean, stay. Dark Lane demo tapes was were those were his throwaways, and like half the and album that was, was bangers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that Drake effect, bro. Yeah, I was like, so Crazy. you threw these away, like the other ones must be god tier. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm actually excited for that drop. Yeah, it should be a good one. It's gonna be all over the fucking radio. So, <laughs> oh for sure, yeah for sure. Um, Okay, so I listened to your project. May I take your order? Fantastic, by oh, the way. If you guys haven't listened you. to it, go freaking have a plug it on Spotify. Y'all better go listen to it. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you, based on you. that project, you have a skit in it, uh, MJ versus Kobe. <laughs> yeah. um, so who is your uh, favorite basketball player of all time, and who do you think is the GOAT? It's funny because the skit is called MJ versus Kobe, but, like, my favorite player is Steph Curry. Like, there that's kind of That's the kind of big, right there. It's kind of a basic <laughs> answer, but – like undeniably Steph Curry is my favorite. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Steph is a lot of our favorites, but yeah. You know. I'm a big Warriors fan too. So yeah, like yeah. you can't you can't go hey, another direction. Beat the Mavericks by what 40? Yeah, 30? yeah, dude. Oh, we're play, they're Today. playing pretty well, actually. Well, I mean, they have like nine players and their center right. position is completely decimated. Right? I know, and like I, I see like sometimes I look through the comment section, people are like, Oh, like they're like disappointed we lost. I'm like, bro, like like we don't have clay it's yeah. literally just steph draymond looney with a bunch of dudes they've never played with exactly and like they're still doing pretty well so yeah like, and kelly Oubre shooting like one for 77 like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know i mean with that like considering the fact we're above 500 in, in the western conference like exactly i'm, like, I'm content <laughs> i'm happy with that yeah yeah it's like it's a lot better than last season and wiseman's looking good so you know yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be good a good future too good season <laughs> hopefully hopefully they make the uh playoffs and we'll see what happens but yeah i think they can do it yeah, I, I think, think so. they can do it uh who do you think people are reminded of like the most when they listen to your music like who's the who's Ooh. the one um definitely when i first started everyone will always say like oh bro you sound like logic <laughs> and that was probably that made sense because i was listening to a lot of logic at the that's time. fair now because I, I people haven't told me like what they what i remind them of so yeah i, I wouldn't know actually yeah, i mean right now <laughs> i would assume like people would kind of like you know put you in the asian american rapper category be like rich yeah Brian, yeah like, i, I know, feel like, like they just i had yo i had somebody tell me like yo bro like 
have you heard of Lil Mosey? You sound like this guy. I listen. I'm like, bro, I do not sound like this guy at all. Like, what you don't sound like Lil Mosey. Yeah, I was like, bro. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, okay, like for sure. Um, I'll take the compliment. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's dope though. He's dope, but he's like good. different, different style. Though. Yeah, for sure. He's more like a trap. Yeah, like yeah. Style, and I think you're more right. like straight up hip hop rap. Yeah, yeah. Um. And if you could have one song playing at your funeral, what's what's the song to go out on? Oh, um, shit, I don't know, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, for my funeral? Yeah, just like one song. One song. Um, uh, I don't know. You probably won't know this one, but it's it's called Soul Rising by Blue. And that's probably like... I don't know that, but I will that's definitely probably, look that up. It's probably like the first, like hip-hop song that i just got really obsessed with because it's that's just him, it's just blue and he's like spitting mad bars and like yeah. that's what i base like my style off so that's cool that, that's cool but i feel like you have such versatile style because you you have songs where you're just rapping your ass off for five minutes and then right. you have songs where you're just like it's straight simp shit right so yeah yeah so <laughs> it just like totally depends yeah yeah <laughs> um but to transition now into uh-huh. the podcast so you you grew up in cupertino we uh-huh. we know each other we all have mutual friends in school and whatnot yeah uh yeah. so you know you know brown boys are very into their rap they're very into uh-huh. their drake um they're travis scott and asian yeah. boys that matter too love their trap music yeah um, yeah to do a lot of rap do you what was like the first thing that got you exposed to the genre was it like your friends or was it someone in your family like how'd you get um into it? So, I mean, when I was, like, really little, I, I like, listened to, like, Eminem. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I guess my first real introduction was more, like, um, I remember, like, I had a band in high school, maybe, like, my sophomore year. And, like, we would just play during lunch, just jam. We would play super freaking loud. And one time, like, my friend, Krishna, like, he just found some microphone. And he hooked it up to an app. And, like, he starts, like, freestyling. And we were like really bad, but like that was kind of what got me into freestyling. Yeah. And we would just like fool around like during lunch periods and stuff. So that's kind of what got me into it, actually. That's cool. So it wasn't like an artist. It was more so just like, you know, like you just found beats on YouTube and just started. Yeah. Like going yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. I, I tried the freestyle thing and I would just like get stuck after one. Like I just it's, it's all about it's all about confidence, man. Like, I have friends who are super talented. Like for real? They, could, they could just go off for like a minute, minute oh 30. Like in college, they used to do it all the time. They used to play YouTube beats and just like go spit bar. Right. Like, like that's what like me and my friends do. Like <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just go for a drive and just like freestyle for a yeah. while. I mean, but... you're the professional. So like you, I bet you kill. Oh, them man. All, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I definitely in the beginning, like I was mostly like freestyling. And then now it's kind of more like I'm stuck to more writing. So right. Got, my freestyle right. chops aren't like <laughs> super good right now. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. like, I feel like half the time when I'm freestyling, I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> and then like a couple words, like a nuge, dog. <laughs> and it, it always turns, you know, it always turns into like the most vulgar shit. Like, I know. And then, I'm, and then it's fucking like, right. and then it's like, yeah, I'm going to get canceled if this is recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it stays in the it has to stay in the car bro yeah no for sure it's like what happens stays there (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's cool though freestyle rap damn um but like like you were saying you were super into jazz and like played saxophone i think through high school Mm -hmm. right yeah Uh, was like do you say you have like 
is there any influence from jazz that kind of comes into rap and like your style? Um, I think like definitely, I, I feel like I've always really liked uh, just like the way that like jazz musicians look, you know, the way that mm -hmm. they act, just like they just have like pure swagger, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, like you said, like Coltrane, like I was super into Coltrane. Um, and uh, like Bill Evans, he's like his pianist and like his hair is like slicked back and he always has like a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think that's just like super dope for some reason. Yeah. But those are probably like people that I've, I've been influenced by. I mean, I feel like with jazz and rap have so many overlays because like jazz is like, yeah. you know, you have these improvisational segments where you just kind exactly. of go off and do whatever you want. And rap is right. just like kind of like just going off the top type. Right. Thing. And like very, when yeah. it's the same thing, like with freestyling, you know, like uh like in hip-hop like we have like ciphers you know where you're just right. in a circle like rapping and showing off and then jazz is the same thing they have like jam sessions where you're just like showing off pretty much for sure 100%. it's like the same culture honestly yeah because i my brother played uh saxophone in high school so i you know, see used to that i tried i was horrible <laughs> horrible god awful With which instrument? Saxophone? Uh, alto sax. I played alto sax. Uh, he I played see. tenor in high school. Uh, I see. Yeah. I see. And I played alto in elementary school, and I just like could not fucking get it. I thought it was the hardest thing. <laughs> the reeds and shit. I was like, I couldn't oh, put the no, reed bro. in the fucking saxophone in the. First oh one. no, bro. Oh man. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really miss it. I mean, I love playing saxophone, but it definitely yeah. is like. I also used to bite <laughs> the mouthpiece a little hard. And yeah, so, and you know, it like kind of like gets into your lip too. Yeah, like, it starts hurting. Like it's yeah. really it hurt, bro. Like, <laughs> Hurt <laughs> it, it hurts to sound good bro yeah exactly um so like what age do you think like you became you you decided to be like all right fuck it i'm gonna go right into rap like this is what i want to do um do you mean like when i started or when yeah I, like, when did you really... start like what yeah. was what was the origin story um starting was definitely like sophomore junior year for sure. And, and that was like the freestyle story where like yeah, my yeah, friends yeah. started freestyling and then I started getting into it. Um, and then I just started like writing and then um, just like started trying to make songs and stuff like that. Yeah. Were you just writing for fun? Like you were like, oh, this shit is kind of like, it's just creative and fun. Oh yeah. Kind of and like, you already know, like, I swear, like, probably my, my first, like, 20 verses were just all about girls. <laughs> just like, <laughs> same shit. Like, um, but yeah, so hey, you know, you were in high school, you had a lot of that energy. So I know, it's like, fine. <laughs> I mean, it is that was a lot of my that was a lot of my early, early days. No, for Lots. sure. Do you have like a bunch of those verses where you just like look back on it and you're like, wow, yeah, like trash. I have like I have like a Google Drive folder of all like my old verses. That's like, dope. You should maybe bring yeah. one out and just be like, fuck it, I'm a rock. Oh my this. god, no, bro. <laughs> it's got, it's, it's got bars like, oh, I'm in love with this girl. Like, she's my world. Like, shit like that. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, hey, man, you have to get through that stage. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you start somewhere, right? You go yeah, back exactly. and look at my first podcast. It's fucking trash. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> I checked out some. I checked out yeah, some. I appreciate that, man. Thank yeah. You. I like um, what you're doing. <laughs> like, so it was just mostly, like, in high school. So, like, did you start out as, like, did you were you like fuck it i want to like be a rapper or was it more like more so just like oh i'm gonna just do this for fun see what um oh i see uh because like i was i was making like saxophone cover videos and mm -hmm. stuff like that and so when i started rapping like i would just kind of throw it in there as like a another thing like it wasn't right intent like i didn't intend that to be like my main thing i guess um but it wasn't until like 
a lot later when I was like, okay, like maybe I should, cause I, li I like that. I like rapping because it's like, you can say a lot of things, exactly, you know, yeah. like with like jazz music, it's like it, you can say a lot of things, but in a musical way, mm -hmm. you know, but with rap, it's like, you could literally say it with words. So that, that's kind of what yeah. got, got me into it even more. That's cool. I mean, it's like expressing yourself like to the fullest type thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, hold on. Oh, where do you like, this is a question I thought of. It was just like, I, I find this interesting, like as someone who is creative and as some, like I personally like mm -hmm. write a lot and like write yeah. stories and whatnot. Like, where do you get your creative influence from or like your inspiration to like write rhymes? Because I feel like if I were to write rhymes, I'd just be like, tree, what rhymes with tree? Bees, <laughs> like, I, I don't know where to, like, I would get any of that from. Like, where do you All get right, your influence? I see, I see. Um, I think usually for me, it's like, when I listen to other people's songs and I'm like, oh, that sounds really dope. Like, I want to try to make something like that. And yeah. so, but like the, the problem is like, you don't want to like copy it too much, but you just want to take like, maybe like a lot of times, like I'll look at the structure of how people write their bars and stuff like that. Um, but I think like a lot of just creativity, like to me, it kind of just, it, it comes with like, uh, like life experience. Yeah. You know For I mean? sure. Like anytime something happens, like, it, I'm like, I want to write about this, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> like if there's a girl, I want to write about it, you know, like I'm yeah, going to write yeah, about yeah. whatever. So. No, it's just like uh, whatever's it, like on your mind in life type thing. Right. Yeah. It's, always, it's always come to me like that. Yeah. That's interesting. So, I mean, obviously, you know, where we grew up, like rapper isn't necessarily number one on the career charts. You know oh, that. Definitely. Like, I think oh, we all know that podcaster isn't number one either. Yeah. As as yeah. Um, yeah. So like, talk to me about like what your peers were like when, you know, they found out like, they were like oh like he's actually doing this like legit and you were telling people like expressing that fact that you want yeah. to do music like legit. i think i think like the the people like in my circle like they were always supportive like because yeah. actually i think because it's cupertino like people are at times could be even more supportive you know what i mean right because right because you're, you're people, going against the grain right and like yeah. not many people are doing it and so i i think i definitely got a lot of support like in that way but I do feel like there were all there were also some judgments too. Like there's there's kind of both sides to it, you know. Yeah. Do you feel like you do you get like kind of like you know lightly roasted by your friends like oh Brian is making oh yeah oh like yeah <laughs> like you know how I, I've been roasted so many times with like fucking college dropout like you like <laughs> underground rapper like get the fuck underground out of rapper <laughs> like oh man but, I mean. Yeah. Hey, you kinda, do you kind of use that as like motivation or like are you um, or do you kind of like yeah are you like damn it's like they don't like because like, with my friends like i know they're just joking so yeah yeah, like, yeah with like, your it doesn't show. but like definitely i like I, I do use like other people as motivation i don't really have people in my mind like in particular yeah <laughs> like specifically but i guess it's like i just have it in my head like oh god i got mad haters and shit <laughs> like i gotta i gotta like prove them wrong so yeah no i, I mean come, i think you yeah. gotta have that mentality yeah you, know, you gotta come like, with that energy yeah you know? i mean and, I, and you do on like some of your songs you're just fucking talking your shit like, yeah like, what fuck everybody and it's like i'm this and your oh middle God. child freestyle was the first one i ever saw and i thought oh, that was wow. like i was like wow this guy that's a throwback that's a throwback yeah. um and then you were like dropping an album in April and I was like, oh, this is about to be lit. <laughs> I don't think album. I dropped that album. <laughs> Dude, I had a habit of like saying I was dropping an album and just never dropped it. <laughs> like, you were like I, one of those SoundCloud rappers was like mixed it next week. <laughs> I know. And I never dropped it. So I, mean, I disappointed you know, a lot of school people. School got in the way. What can you do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
but has like has the bay area like hyphy movement or any of like the bay area rap you know andre nicotita mac dre too short have they kind of influenced the way you make music or not really that's the thing like i not really to be honest that's you know funny. i mean I, I i like bay area rap you know i love mac dre um but i guess most of my influences have come elsewhere yeah. i guess and no, also, I think, yeah, no, go for that it. Kind of, I guess like that kind of haiku movement came like a little bit before our time. For sure. Know? And so like, it's it's even a bit further from mm-hmm. us. And I mean- no, Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I think I got into the haiku movement or like even was aware of it because of like my brother kind of, my brother was like graduated high school in 2012. So he was kind of in the, oh, the haiku movement. Right, right. And now like he would tell me like in high school, like they would play like Andre Nicotina at the school dance and like everyone would go- like go in and like you know it was like, like it was a big oh, deal man. that like yeah because that, that's that's so cool to me you know i, yeah. I wish we could because like cooper Tina, like at least cause i don't remember like school dances like they didn't play like bay area music yeah, yeah i wish that, like to have that culture like i think that's dope and so yeah i think I it was, kinda, yeah. yeah no i think it was just a movement that lasted a couple of years and you either were like in it or you weren't right and then right. you know it just kind of dissipated uh, yeah, unfortunately yeah. i hope we get like another maybe you could make the south bay movement <laughs> and it just goes in <laughs> Cupertino, california know, rapid <laughs> Cooperstown, california yeah <laughs> and it becomes the birthplace of rap and apple oh Dude, my god wouldn't that yeah. be fucking something that'd be kind of crazy but <laughs> that's just not gonna happen <laughs> Dude, i trust bro south oh, bay man. you say it in your song it's that south bay's finest bro hey bro yeah <laughs> gotta represent dude. you gotta <laughs> No, I, that's why I like, I also was like super impressed with your music. It's just cause you, uh-huh. you like, don't, you're not afraid to like rep the South Bay. I feel like so many people yeah. like, of our peers are like, oh, I fucking hate the Bay area. Like yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's disgusting. I'm like, right. ah, you got to rep. Yeah, and like, I mean, obviously there are things that I don't like about it. Like, just, yeah. like with any place, but it's like, that's home, you know? Right. And like, and if in hip, this hip hop, you know, I'm going to come with like, I'm going to represent where I'm from, even if it's fucking Cupertino, like yeah. whatever, you know, it is what it it's is. It's like home place of Apple. What, 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 what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I swear, I have like some Steve Job bars and shit. Dude, <laughs> like, yes. This is what rap needs, bro. Oh, man. It's like Meek Mill coming in with the Bitcoin, Brian Lee yeah. coming in with the Steve Jobs. Like the this, Apple this. stocks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you oh, become man. to the point where you're like the Elon Musk of rap and your stocks, oh, just Apple stock just goes up as soon as you mention that. <laughs> that would be dope. No, oh, I was reading somewhere actually that like, you know, yeah. Pop Star by Drake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like where he's like, hey, Rihanna, Selena, my visa. Apparently visa stock went up like 5% the next oh day. Oh my God. That's like, the Drake effect. That's what I'm saying. That's the Drake effect, dude. <laughs> I was like, he mentions it for five seconds and you're oh like, oh, God. yep. Everyone's using visa now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh, that's God. what I'm telling you, dude. Rappers yeah. need to start like repping stocks. And, you know, <laughs> I actually, you know, I actually like when rappers like team up with brands. Like the Travis Scott cool. meal, I thought I thought that was dope. You know, yeah. I think I think it's cool when do rappers. Yeah. Did you ever did you go try it? I did. Um, it was it was it was pretty good. Like yeah. it just tastes. It was like a regular like McDonald's yeah. uh, meal. No, I think honestly, like that's where the future of rap is trending. You know, like yeah. teaming up with like these different brands and getting these brand deals and like plastering your face all over corporations. Right. Like right. they're making I mean, bank off of it. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, hip hop is the new pop music. So exactly right. Like yeah. There, Travis Scott is Christina Aguilera of like this <laughs> yeah. generation. Like, it's and, like <laughs> the thing is, I know I, I feel a lot of people are 
you know, they don't like the direction where like hip hop is going right now. Mm-hmm. And like, but for me, it's like, I feel like the bigger hip hop gets, regardless of what the sound is, like, I feel like it's good for everyone in hip hop. It's like, because the more people get into the more mainstream artists, like the more people that are going to trickle down to like more underground artists. Yeah, too. yeah. Because it's like people are like interested in the genre, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, right, it's right. not more so like trap music. Yes. Is it my type of music? Absolutely not. Like, you know, I'm yeah. not the biggest like Nav fan, even though I am Indian. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. you got to represent, dude. Dude, oh my Lord. I have a whole take on Nav. Dude, yeah. Nav, is, dude, Nav is so like, he... He sounds like a robot when he's rapping, bro. Yeah. It's like there's no like emotion. He, there's no substance has, to his bars. Yeah. He he has like one style that he sticks to. Yeah, he's like, like I'm for every like song. I'm in the MB. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. Like this is okay. Like cool. But like next. It hits like once in a while, but like because it's the same style over yeah. and over. And See, over again, I like right? Nav when he's a feature. Yeah. I can take him as a feature occasionally. You know, if he's in the song for right. like a minute, minute ten. Yeah, if he has an album and people make me listen to the album, hell no. <laughs> like, I, haven't, I haven't listened to a full album of his. Yeah, I mean, Only it's like, cool that he's brown and like I like the idea of Nav, but like right. the execution, not so much. Right. Do you, wait, do you, do you have like any like brown rappers that you listen to or have listened to? Yes. So I was actually going to tell you, my brother is a rapper. So oh, shoot. yeah, his name is Como. Shout out okay. Como if you're listening That's to cool this name. podcast. Uh, right, but yeah, he's he's for the Bay, South Bay guy, Monta Vista right. High School. Shout out, Monta Vista. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. So you know, Monta Vista got two rappers in the game now. Oh, let's, um, let's get it. Let's but get it. Uh, but yeah, so he's like one of the brown rappers. I know there's this guy yeah. named uh, AK. I think he like quit music for now. Oh, but okay. He's got he's got some cool music. If you've heard of uh, Tesher, he's all over like TikTok. No, I haven't. But so Tesher is like oh, he's wow. very um. So like what he likes to do is like he takes like Bollywood songs. Oh, he, like he I samples see. them and he raps over them. And there there's a song called Young Shark. Oh, wow. It's really it's it fire. Yeah. Okay. He goes all right, in, all right. So okay. it's definitely worth the, the. I see. I see. Got any Asian American rappers that I got to check? Oh, out? um, I mean, definitely dumbfounded. Yeah. Uh, you should you should check out his old battles because that's okay. when they like I feel like he really shines. Um, I mean everyone knows Rich Brian, yeah. uh, MC Jin. He was like the first kind of uh, like Asian rapper to like kind of go mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot where he got signed, but that was like a long long time ago. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've heard the name. Yeah. yeah, and the uh, last one is a uh, Year of the Ox. They, Year of the Ox. Okay, they're like like boom bap just like bars mm-hmm. like they can spit so that's um, like what i like i like more so yeah. just like people who are straight spitting versus see, like going to the party yeah smoking the blunt. <laughs> yeah like I, I can't do that all the time you know what i'm saying like, yeah there's a time and place but, yeah you know. i mean listen like if you're getting turned and it's like going to the party yeah it's like okay like i, I yeah get this. right like dude if i'm like trying to think about life and it's like smoking yeah. a little blunt yeah i'm like no i'm not trying to I'm not trying to do yeah. that like <laughs> i'm trying to study man yeah, yeah exactly. like, this just, like this is not That's, right yeah so it's like i don't know like dude there i know kids that listen to just trap all day every day like mm. studying reflecting on life just partying yeah it's trap i'm like so like Migos really helps you reflect on life, my G. Like I mean, man, if it if it gets you through tough times, then yeah, hey, I mean, it. I respect it, I'll but like it. I don't know, it is a little bit interesting. Though. It's it's very interesting, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, 
tell me, so senior year of high school, right? You were sitting okay. there, I presume applying to co- colleges and you uh, are yeah. Mr. Young College Copout. Yes, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> and you really, I presume, didn't want to do school. So like, what was your thought process yeah. at that point? Take me through like what you were thinking. Um, I mean, I knew that like, I think because like college is pushed on you so hard and right. I've always been like, wanted to be rebellious. That's that's kind of why I'm like into hip hop and jazz music is because like my parents were so against it and that only made me want to like go in the other direction yeah. and go harder. Um, and so like, I was thinking like, man, like, you know, they want me to go to college, just like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going, you know, I'm not, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. do this. And I remember um, like one of my old like bandmates or something, um, we were at like this cafe and he was telling me like, oh yeah, my friends and I, we're just gonna move to LA and you know you could come along if you want and like at the time like i was like oh shit i might do that so right but i mean after that was like the whole process of like you know uh coming out to my parents yeah (laughs) uh, yeah tell me about that let's let's tell me the whole story give me all the graphic details i mean it it was bad (laughs) like go for it let's be real it was bad it was like you know you know you 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 come here, you come from Korea with, with not much and for you come sure. here to support your kids. And all you want is for him to go to college. And then when he turns 18, he's like, now nah, I want to be Deuces. a rapper. <laughs> like, you know, it's a, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just, uh, I mean, eventually, you know, they, they got our, not that they supported it, but I, I had to frame it as like, oh, I'm cause I mean, technically it was a gap year because mm-hmm. NYU like allows you to, um, take a gap year and you're still like guaranteed right, admission. Right. So I had to like frame it that way. But my parents were like, it's not really a gap. Year. You're just going to drop out. Like you're going to spend this year and you're going to spend five more years not in school and you're never going to go back. I was like, shit, you're kind of right. Like you got me. Like, oh shit. They're like, we know um, you too well. <laughs> I know. And but uh, I mean, and I, I'm the type of person to just like, I'm not, I'm going to go with whatever I want to do, you mm-hmm. know? which, which isn't always the best quality of mine, but you know, yeah. I stuck through it. So, I mean, like when you first told your parents, like, did you, were you like straight up, like I'm dropping out of school? Like, was that your first um, thing you said to them? It or? was like, I, I definitely like try to make it more gradual. So like, I would tell my mom like, oh, like I kind of want to take gap year. And like, think about Asian moms, like she just like ignored what I was saying. <laughs> just no, I totally get that. Yeah. Or she, she was, was like, oh, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, like I would just like tell her and she would just leave the room. I'm, like. <laughs> Bro, like we have Hold a conversation. On. Yeah, shit. But um yeah, and then after that it was just kind of like I kept saying it, saying it. And then I remember one day, like, cause I used to go like study at a cafe like every day. Mm-hmm. And I, I came back late one time and then like my parents were like at the dinner table. They're like, we need to have a talk. I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. And, when Asian uh, parents and Indian parents are like, we need to have a talk. Yeah. And like no. that usually doesn't happen for yeah. me. So <laughs> but uh yeah, they I mean, I mean they were pissed, but <laughs> mm-hmm. we we I mean we kind of worked through the details. Um at a certain point I thought I was gonna get sewn. Uh yeah probably like kind of did, but but it 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 worked out, you know what I mean? No, like they sure. kind of, I think once I left, they were like, oh, okay, it's still a gap year. Yeah. yeah. Did you like, was, did that come out in your music? Like when you were, when you were rapping, like, did that ever like come out? Um, I think the thing, the thing is like at the time, like I was so stressed out about like everything 
moving right. out stuff yeah. with my parents like I wasn't even writing anything okay. <laughs> like I was just not because you were just but, like not in the headspace to do so yeah okay. but I do think like I, I'm kind of trying to do that now like trying to unpack all of that just that right. experience you know yeah um yeah See, I feel like that would be such a great, like people would so relate to that, like that if you were to just write fucking songs and like talk about that, because it's an experience that like a lot of people go through, right? It may not be like in the medium of rap, but it may be like, I want to go do my passion in college or like, I want to go like do this job. And it's like, even like telling your parents, tell your Asian parents, like, oh, I want to do graphic design. They're like, that's art still. Like, yeah. you can't do that shit. They're like, hell <laughs> no, like, what? Like, graphic design is a doctor? Like, x-rays? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I get it. And, like, yeah. I think that's so, like, those are themes that people could relate to, you know? Right. Like, and right. I think that's you have one. Yeah. yeah, no, go for it. Or, or that's just something that I'm trying to include, too. For sure. You know, especially now. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you had that one line in uh, Passion Fruit 30 where you're like, <laughs> I think it's about your mom, and she, you're like, uh, what is oh, it man. do you remember it it's like something i have it written. hold on i, I, I actually don't uh either i know it's gonna be something like depressing so. <laughs> no it's that ocean line i love that line i think it's oh, so fucking creative thank um, you, thank you. <laughs> where it's like you were uh it's like we it's it's talking about your thought process essentially with like yeah, you and your yeah. mom it's like it's like i guess we're always an ocean apart and it's yeah. like, I was like, oh shit, that's a bar. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking good. And like, I was, I'm not gonna lie, when I wrote that, I was proud of that bar. Just cause no, like- it's a good ass bar. Cause like, it, it's, that's something that's kind of specific to like a, an immigrant experience. I feel like yeah. I haven't heard that that much. So yeah, I was, no, that was, I was very, proud of it at yeah. the time. That was a really good bar. Like I was like, damn. Thank you. <laughs> oh, see, there's, okay, I have it right here. It's oh, uh, your mom not being in the stands and cheering for you and, uh, Okay, I never mind. I actually don't have it written, but <laughs> I had, had like the essence of it written. Oh, um, I got you, got you. I remember the line. I remember. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. passion fruit though. I feel like the bars. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. Like the bars on the song cut really fucking deep, right? Yeah. You have like the I'm, one line about your mom. You have the line about your dad saying you need to smile more. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like, talk about the inspiration of that song and like some of the themes there. Um, that that was the last song that I wrote and like made before I left. And so like, I wrote that like in the middle of the night at some like Lucky's parking lot. Cause that's what I would do. Cause like, I'm that type of guy. Like I'll just like chill in the parking lot and write. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was all going through my mind um, at the time, just like parents, uh, like even girls. Like, I don't even know why I was thinking about girls at the right. time. Right, like, there's, <laughs> like, there's a girl in that song. I know. <laughs> I'm aware of that. <laughs> you, know, you don't know how many people have asked me who the girl yeah, is. Yeah, I was about like, to ask you. I was like, who's oh, the girl? God. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, on God, bro, who's this girl? Oh, she sounds I perfect. Say, Dude. <laughs> I mean, like, whenever people ask me that, I'm like, it's, it's, it's not like, that's the thing. When I write songs, like, it, I make it sound like it's a really specific person, but it's kind of just like my imagination. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, it's like it could be about a lot of people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was about to ask you, I was like, does she know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I feel it. So you oh, were working right. at a cafe at the time, right? Yeah, Capital oh, okay. T. Shout out. To oh, T. for sure. Shout out. I love their fried shout chicken, out. by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That shit goes in, bro. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, but so that was the song you wrote right before you were telling. Right. That question was literally going to be, how did things work out with the girl? <laughs> 
my favorite line in that song though was like uh what was it, it was like i heard uh my seventh grade crush got into ucla i was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like of course Bro, the most cupertino bar of dude all time. <laughs> i'm pretty i feel like i feel like that girl probably knows actually yeah i'm know, sure the maybe. seventh grade crush like that's yeah that's kind of specific yeah so, so seven, kinda, shout out to brian's seventh grade crush out oh there. god that's like the one that's that's like the one bar in that song that i like regret putting in because <laughs> no. like the whole song makes me cringe but like that one bar is it like, was a very targeted i know <laughs> she's probably like, like great if this guy blows like, up i'm blowing up yeah. with him like, <laughs> like it was seventh grade math class mrs anderson like it's like bro like it's too specific yeah. i mean but the thing is like yeah i feel like i looked at your spotify and that song tends to have like the most streams on it like i think it's yeah. one of the more popular songs so would you say like vulnerability has like an effect and like i think like, so really resonate I'm not gonna lie, people like the sad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it uh I mean I, I think that's I think that's a good thing actually. You know, and no, it, it sure. kind of it takes the pressure off of me because it's like, okay, you know, I don't have to feel afraid to mm-hmm. like expose certain things or like um talk about certain topics. That's what the genre is all about. And I feel like that's where right. the genre is trending, right? You had guys like Drake and Cole yeah, and Kendrick like come in and yeah. start talking to- <laughs> and start talking <laughs> about their like their feelings. Like before yeah. rap was like if you look at like early 90s rap, like 2000s, mm-hmm. it was very like talk your shit, like I'm, I'm the you. best, like, I have the best yeah. car, fuck you. But, like like Drake <laughs> yeah. is like, you yeah. know, you have Frank Ocean who's like a tornado flew around and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, okay, time to get yeah. in my feels. You have Drake who's like singing marvin's room and like has the cups of the rose type right. Beat, right so it's like right and that's that's legendary yeah those are all classics so exactly you know. so it's like very it's like super i mean you see the genre is changing over time and like as mm-hmm. as feelings particularly in men become like more exactly yeah. yeah i think because like for the longest i like i even now it's like there's still that kind of energy like where people because like people hate on drake a lot for being like you know soft or whatever right. it's like you're, you're calling him soft for like talking about feelings like no nah. yeah. <laughs> it's just i think there's I, a beauty like, in that yeah and yeah. it's like that's 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 why he's this big like yeah. is i mean you know if, if it weren't yeah. yeah you know I if mean, he just make yeah yeah oh no you're all good <laughs> it's like if if he if he if all of his songs were just god's plan like I mean, actually, it's a banger, but still, like, it's because it's because he has like Marvin's room and classics like that is because he's that big. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. No, I think I think you're totally right, and I think Drake and um and like Cole and Kendrick again talking about their feelings spawned this whole generation. Like, you look at guys like Juice World and Peep and XXX, right. and they're all about their emotions. You know what I'm saying? And like, right. that wouldn't have been possible if you didn't have yeah. guys, even Kanye for that matter. You know, like 808s right. and Heartbreak and Heartless and like all of these right. songs right like everything classics, i am like classics. these are all like you know like <laughs> yeah. they talk about their feelings and it's like yeah you know so but exactly. i feel like that's an interesting shift in the uh in the genre for sure i, li- I like where i like that direction yeah you know, i like where it's i'm a fan for sure yeah so you have collabed with a lot of like different not to, to transition very awkwardly <laughs> no collabed, that's not good not you good. collabed with uh a lot of different rappers and producers i've noticed mm-hmm. uh you did a thing with elevator talk uh yeah, right? yeah. You did a song that was actually mm-hmm. i've listened to that yesterday it's super smooth Go thank you thank out. you <laughs> uh how did you like get in touch with these sorts of people is it just dming cold email or like um, did they reach out that's thing like i've never been good with dms like i'm always like i always feel weird like dming people so like most of uh 
the people I've collaborated with are like through mutual friends or just people I know already. So, you know, Elevate, Elevator Talk, um, that's a group with my friend Thomas um, and, his, and his friend Jack. And so I've always, I, I've been friends with Thomas since like senior year probably. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, we used to kick a lot. And so like, he just asked me, hey, you want to do this uh, song? And uh, a, a lot of times, like, if I like the music, it's like, yeah, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I like writing, so right. it's not too much work. Yeah, that's super dope. Uh, do you feel like when you got to LA, you had more access to those like producers or like, you know, cause it's um, LA and stuff like that or no? The thing is I should have, but I'm also really bad at networking. So yeah. like I was a lot in LA, I was mostly just like working a lot and just like making my own music. Yeah. Like I just didn't like, I didn't really go out that much to be honest, which is like yeah. kind of something that I regret. You know, I wish yeah. I like experienced it a little bit yeah. more, but. So like, yeah. let's talk about LA for a second that we're on the topic. <laughs> Uh, like right, how did it go? Like, what were your overall thoughts? Like, what were some of the things you learned? Um, I mean, not gonna lie, it was it was pretty difficult. Just mm -hmm. like, I mean, you know, trying to be independent, and I was just working a lot. Um, but it was like also the greatest experience of my life. You know, what I mean, it was like right. it was my year to just be a complete degenerate. You know, like <laughs> college cop out, just like working at a donut shop, just like screwing around going to like open mics and stuff like that for sure um and so like that was that was a really good experience i think it just opened up like my perspective completely mm -hmm. you know just being able to meet people of all different backgrounds and all that yeah so like what were like talk about some of like those harsh reality checks that you had when you got to la like what like oh, man. kicked your ass um finding a job because right. i think i had saved up some money but i like I had no job when I got there. So the first month I applied to like probably like a hundred jobs and mm -hmm. I got a few interviews and those didn't go well. And the one place that I was able to get a job at, like it was at this like donut shop. And the thing is, and this was my reality check because um, in LA, the minimum wage is 1425. Okay. But I worked in Inglewood, which is, which is like LA, but it's like a technically a different city. And so the minimum wage there was like twelve dollars, mm -hmm. and I was like, "This is the only job that I could get," so I took it like on the spot. Um, but uh, that was a good job. I, I actually really liked that job, but yeah. definitely real reality check. So. For sure. Uh, like, I mean, I work at, or I've been working for like the last, mm -hmm. I guess, year now. Oh shit. Where do you work? Uh, I work at Cesaro's in the South Bay. The oh, pizza joint. Okay. Shout out Cesaro's Pizza. I see. I see. Um, All right. But, uh, but yeah, it's been super, like, it's, it just opens your eyes to a lot of things when you start working, you know, like, you, right. cause like you take a, like a lot of shit for granted, especially around yeah. here, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, you're like, oh, like I have everything at my fingertips and more. Yeah. And I think our parents have forged those paths to give us exactly. those opportunities. Right? right. And then when you start working and when you put in like <laughs> the hard yards and like you're cooking for these fucking, yeah. the people like you <laughs> to an extent, it's like, God yeah. damn it. I see what they go through. Like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you gotta start at the bottom. You yeah, know? you really do. Like, it's like, not, wait, yeah. so you're working that you're working there right now. Uh, I'm working there right now. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get uh, some anti-maskers? No, no. So no? the way that the restaurant is set up is like no one can actually enter the restaurant. Oh, so it's I like all, everything's like done through the outside. And so right. like no one can really get in. So but I was yeah. working at another pizza joint. Um, like What's with you and pizza joints. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking pizza king here. Hey, uh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's no, good. but uh, like th for like six months, uh, I was working at this other pizza place. And uh, 
basically what they had there, like they, they would be people who would enter and like people would just like forget to bring their masks and they'd be like, oh shit, yeah. like can you, and I was like, oh, you want one? They're like, all right. <laughs> I've done that, I've done that yeah. before, not gonna lie. Yeah, so like, that's like no anti-maskers or anything or like anyone yeah. who's like, fuck you. Like we've got some rude ass motherfucking customers. But true, like, those true. are the worst. Always, that's, that's normal, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, they fucking like yell at you and just, oh, they like treat you like you're scum. I'm like, all right, man, <laughs> just cause you're working from home, doesn't mean you can you know i can shit on me over here <laughs> i mean hey because of the quarantine i do feel like people, everyone's a little bit more on edge like, i feel sure. like it's i feel sure. like it's affected everyone kind of in that way some yeah. people more than others so. yeah no definitely so like what was it like so when you got to la and like obviously covid hits like did that cut your la yeah. thing short or were you still in quarantine and doing your thing um it pretty much cut it short okay <laughs> so, um but the thing is, it, it was kind of unintentional because uh, because of COVID, uh, the place I was working at uh, like kind of closed down, or at least like um, like I stopped working. Uh, but I was getting unemployment money, so like the money side was okay. But yeah. for some reason, I just really wanted to go home. <laughs> so like, okay, I went to go home to like kind of visit, and I ended up just staying like the rest of quarantine, pretty much. So so you ended up staying like in South Bay or. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 And so that was that was like April. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, that was gonna be my next question. Is like, what was your experience like moving back like from LA? I presume like oh, you man. were like, oh fuck yeah! Like when you're moving to LA, like I'm gonna make it. Like this is the city oh, of dreams. Yeah. Like yeah, baby. <laughs> and then like you're driving up the 85. You see the Stevens Creek Boulevard exit. Like what's your oh my what's God. your feeling <laughs> as you're like driving home? Like is it like dude? Oh, the way you described it is exactly the way I experienced it. Like, like when I went to LA, like I drove all the way down Stevens Creek to pass by like all the Cupertino like landmarks. Like, bye, bitches. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like this is where like I used to study. Like this is where I talked to this person. Like, yeah, I had that experience. But that's not a great crush UCLA's house. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I got rejected. That's where I was, I um, but yeah, no, like coming back was. The thing is like, like I said, it was unintentional. So when I first came back, it was like, I was excited to be back home, you know, and just like kind of, um, I don't know, eat home cooked meals and shit like that. But yeah. um, I think it, it wasn't until like a few months later when I was like, oh shoot, I've been home for like a few months. And like, it was just like, it, it kind of hit me. You know what I mean? I was like, oh shoot, like my time in LA is like done, done, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that was, that was kind of difficult. Um, but I think just being at home and like being surrounded by friends again. And I feel like in LA, I was just on my own, like all day, every day. And right. so like having a good base at home, like that's kind of, it, it wasn't too difficult of a transition. For yet. sure. Was it like difficult when you first got to LA? Like just like in terms of like, you didn't know many people, like it was just you yeah. and like writing and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it, it was, it was pretty difficult. I think, cause yeah. I mean, I, at the time, like when you're going through stuff, like you don't really think about, or you're just kind of like, oh, like this is what it is, whatever. It's life, but like, right? yeah. yeah. But looking back, you're like, oh damn, that was kind of hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of, kind of struggling there. But um, I, I don't remember. Like, I think the hardest part. I don't. I actually don't know what the hardest part is. I know, like, I had trouble driving there because, like, they drive like shit in LA. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, but like actually that taught me how to be like a way better driver so i actually feel like really there confident driving oh, now awesome. so, 
right? Yeah, I learned something in LA. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, I noticed in LA, you you filmed like a lot of music videos and like mm-hmm. you, I presume most of like the, the EP stuff was done in LA. Um, uh, actually, the EP stuff was done um, at home. That was like after I got back. Like, right okay, so that was I like a back. quarantine, like just that's what yeah. you were working on. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And, and uh, I recorded that entire project in like a church parking lot wow the middle of the night (laughs) that's super interesting like because you know the theme is like drive through like car oriented right right i just like it's really because like i recorded it in a car and so that's like what just based i was like all right i'm just gonna make a project about that Mm -hmm. so that was that was what happened yeah Yeah, so who who do you get like so you worked with a producer by the name of bronco on the project Mm -hmm. i presume so he made all the beats yeah all of them except one i think okay that's yeah, yeah the everything. production on the the project yeah. was fantastic like he my killed it god he it was it. i was impressed i mean i was like Shit. wow this is this is really freaking impressive i mean yeah. like with uh 09 civic bump the beat oh, on yeah. that song is wow yeah. i was you like, know what the thing is yeah because at first he sent me like a whole folder of beats i was like mm-hmm. all right cool I, they were all dope you know what i mean and then like out of nowhere like a few months like after that he was like he just sent me something and it was like oh he's just saying like oh bro i don't know about this one blah blah and i listened i was like dude this is the greatest fucking beat you've ever seen yeah. i've ever heard like what was what the beat? The, it was 09 civic oh it was 09 like, civic oh yeah civic. i was like dude why Fire. did you send yeah. me this like what are you crazy but yeah I, I mean i'm glad it happened so yeah no yeah. for sure i mean it ended up working out and like the switch yeah. up i think is just it's yeah it really just hits <laughs> like it's like wow like this is thank you thank super you. cool hey my favorite bar of yours is on that song so. oh i think i know what it is yeah, you know, it's that south base finest <laughs> oh, i thought <laughs> you're gonna say the, the daisy bar bro oh that too dude that's a fucking bar and i, I noticed that like the third time i was listening i was like oh you shouted out my brownies that's what's up <laughs> not gonna lie i was a little bit afraid cause like because in my circle like they're all like yeah like fuck yeah like yeah because i then, mean yeah but like outside like, shit. <laughs> i was a little bit i was a little bit afraid outside my circle people might take it the wrong way like you know what i mean i don't know but. i presume no one has come back at you and been like cancel kid kuza yeah fuck not this yet, not yet. yeah I mean, people, are, people are impressed like yeah. what's what's the kind of feedback you've gotten from the project like what have people said um i mean just like pretty just positive you know people i i really think like because this is my first like actual project mm-hmm. that i've done where i'm just rapping on the whole thing right um and so people really like it i think i think um everybody who con- contributed to the project like really killed it you know yeah, uh, in terms of production in terms of like performance and also like the videos um my friend Brandon did like the cover art and did all the videos, cover art all was like, great. yeah, yeah, like all the promo stuff. And so he killed it too. And I think we all kind of just came together mm-hmm. like an adventure style. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, like no, that. it's super good. Like I, I enjoy it personally. <laughs> I mean, take me through like, cause I feel like Dollar Menu and 09 Civic Bump were like two of the songs where you were really like talking like real shit. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, you were talking about real stuff and like, take me through like the inspiration for mm-hmm. those songs and like what the message was that you were trying to say i think like it, it's kind of connects to like asking like coming back from la like that was kind of the inspiration for it as in like i felt like my time in la like i didn't do enough you know and i felt like 
honestly a little bit like a failure <laughs> coming yes. back home. Yeah. And so when I was writing like like all this stuff, you can imagine I'm in like again this fucking parking lot. <laughs> just like writing. Yeah. Like forget Eminem, like I'm all angry and stuff. But um it was kind of just like I felt like I wanted to just really talk shit. Like just kind of mm -hmm. be really aggressive. Um like there's barely any hooks in the and that the project is just me rapping Most just of the like, time, yeah. yeah it's just like bars and bars and bars yeah. um and that was kind of that was kind of just the direction i was in at that time yeah um but i'm trying to switch it up more you know i'm trying not to i think for this next project i'm trying not to you know I, I, i'm trying to be a little bit more musical and like yeah um, not because i feel like uh may take your order was very just aggressive you know? yeah <laughs> was it based on like your donut shop experience would you say like the Part fast it, yeah. food theme and yeah all that. and and the thing is i i fucking love fast food <laughs> like, <laughs> like like i swear the during the making of the project i went to mcdonald's probably like every other day <laughs> like i had my order memorized like the the workers know me i'm just kidding, like, that's kind of cool it's like that, that that's where the inspiration came yeah from. I mean, I fuck with McFlurries. They the the ice cream machine is always fucking broken near my <laughs> McDonald's, dude. I swear to God, I've literally tried to go to that McDonald's like at least fifteen times hey, wait, throughout hey, the last which, year. Wait, wait, which one? Yeah, so there's the one. I try the one in Cupertino, right? The one in uh -huh. uh, near Stevens Creek, and I also try the one right. near Westgate because I was right near where I used to work. Oh, I see. And so oh, I would try. Yeah, yeah. I would try That's both. 20, yeah. And uh -huh. they're like, sorry, sorry, the ice cream machine's broken for a year. <laughs> and then finally I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to drive up, go drive up to the, the drive-thru. I'm like, hi, I want a McFlurry. I was super aggressive about it too. I was like, give me McFlurry. And I was like, please God, please God, please God, please God. And they're like, is that it, sir? And I was like, let's go. Oh my God. And I got that Oreo McFlurry after a year, dude. It was the fucking happiest hey, moment of my You know what? It's probably because you said it with confidence. Because before they were probably like, ah, oh, this guy's a loser. We're not gonna give him a big flurry. Yeah, you but know what? You, you, you came there with like, you came there with that energy. They're gonna I came there with that "May I take your order?" energy. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck with my shit. Give me my big flurry." That is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the theme of the project. The yeah. fucking ice cream machine is always broken. Like I don't oh, understand man. it. Bro. You know what? Okay, that that would have actually made a really good skit. Like just the the ice cream like, machine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like me getting pissed at the ice cream machine. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> we're just trying to eat. I'm broke. <laughs> that great. Yeah. Um, uh, but like taking through the inspirations for the skits too. Oh man, I had a lot of fun writing the skits. Um, because right now I'm like technically a film major, so like I like okay. writing screenplays. So yeah. like these skits, they're so stupid, but like I still wrote out like screenplays for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I, I always had this like vision of like uh maybe like a short film where like just it's i just like the setting of the drive-through yeah you know i mean it's mm -hmm. like such a weird interaction very it's like, awkward <laughs> you know what i mean it's like i'm like just some random college kid and like maybe the workers like some like super old guy like completely different backgrounds right it's just a weird dynamic you know and so I, i've always like like that and so i've yeah. always pictured like the the worker and person driving just talking mad shit to each other yeah and so that's pretty much the, the mj versus kobe skit was so <laughs> funny like i love that skit you were just like hey. bro kobe five rings like, i was like <laughs> i love this like <laughs> you, know, you know what the the truth is though i i actually think mj is better than kobe. Uh, yes i also agree i think there's zero <laughs> yeah. argument for kobe yeah like, I, was, I, was, I, was, like, I was arguing for kobe just for the skit but yeah I'm, I'm go with mj i mean 
people must be like, wow, Kid Kuz is really an idiot for arguing for Kobe. <laughs> but like, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Kobe though. Yeah, Kobe's great. Uh, yeah. Is he to go? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was going to talk like, I, I know like in the Brown community with like the Brownies, like myself, like we love our rappers. Like, would you uh-huh. say there's also a lot of ra- love for rap in like the Asian community as well? Like, um, I that? think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I would say like most people stick to like the more mainstream acts. Um, but I think that's great. You know, again, like the more people listening to those, like the more they might check out my stuff and be like, Oh, like this guy makes kind of different stuff. So like it, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. There's like that page on Instagram, right? I think it's something Asian American hip hop. I don't know what it's called. I think I might follow one, one yeah. of those types of pages. Yeah. yeah. Cause I saw it and I was like, Oh, this is kind of dope. Like this is, you know, like, <laughs> right. I, I always like finding right. underground rappers and bragging to my friends. Like, ah, yeah. I was on them before you bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's my big True. thing. It's like, I love finding uh-huh. YouTubers, rappers, uh, yeah. like creatives who are like on the come. Like I found Hassan mm-hmm. Minaj before everybody else. Like or that's when? my biggest. Well, like when is when? 2014. So oh, wow. He did a skit on the Daily Show that went kind of viral, and people kind of forgot mm. about him. And it I was see, like he was talking about like white ISIS or something. And uh-huh. it was like really, it was very funny. And I was like, I love this guy. Dude, he's really funny. Yeah. And they they took down Patriot Act, bro. Yeah. Like, that's I was a, like, that, I, I have some conspiracies I was about like, that. I was like, he, was, he, he was talking yeah. shit about corporations and stuff. And like That's Netflix true. is a corporation. I mean, yeah. also he would talk shit about Netflix too a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like Fuck you know. guys. <laughs> yeah, but I I think that's dope. That, yeah, like just yeah. I found him through that, and then I started looking up all his skits, and then mm. I was about to go see Homecoming King live. So oh, I was like really they, close because he, he went to Cupertino, I think. Yeah, no, no, no. That was after. So that was when he got big. Oh, and then I went saw him oh, there. But like, I, see, I was about to go see Homecoming King in San Francisco, and tickets were, mm. I kid you not, fifteen bucks a person. I was oh, like, God. dude, I need to go. But my parents were like, no, I don't want you to stew fire. Like, you know, uh, we do not want to drive. We have the gas money. I'm like, all right, classic, guys. Classic. You know what? If you guys yeah. want to see the next big thing, and sure enough. <laughs> One point five million Instagram followers later. <laughs> Netflix special, like. <laughs> Man. so you know maybe yeah. kid kuzo is like that too it's like you know except <laughs> this time i'll drive to maybe. your concert if i get my license in time but you know we'll I see. See. yeah bro yeah have you ever done like concerts or anything that vibe um i've done like i did like school performances and stuff like that um and then after after high school um mostly like just kind of open mic stuff it's kind of like just where like anybody can just go up and rap and like mm-hmm. it's kind of just like on some hip-hop shit and um that that's been a cool experience also uh when i came back to the bay there were like some like uh kind of i don't know how to call it like farmer's market type things that i would like do open mic things at so that that's was cool. also a cool experience yeah yeah like did you, for those like do you like get paid anything or was it just like you go and kind of just talk no. shit yeah, no. <laughs> it was like ah damn it <laughs> my, my stock is not that high <laughs> hey hey but guys buy kid kuza now all right this ain't no GameStop. this ain't gonna crash all right this is a good long-term investment right here okay. did you invest now. what GameStop? i did a little yeah. bit i put a little That's bit of money it. in i lost oh Bro, all my friends are investing. They're talking about GameStop too. And did you did you put some money in GameStop? I haven't. I I mean, I downloaded like Robinhood. I never like got into it. Well, yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty big like investor. Like I like I I like the investment game. It's a it's pretty fun for me. It looks fun, man. 
it is <laughs> like but, my friends you know, talking about it like it yeah. sounds fun yeah. no i'm sure like i mean everyone in this area is like very into it like you talk oh, to like yeah, most people sure. they're like oh yeah dude i just got like uh you know call option <laughs> trade for uh tesla for uh fifteen thousand dollars hashtag success hashtag pursuit of happiness like, all right dude way to put that on your linkedin like oh, <laughs> i like i like that i it, man, i like that you understand like the cupertino like or the silicon valley like dynamics I, mean, yeah, I grew I mean, up here like what do you expect yeah. me to do <laughs> i feel like no that's the thing dude is like i talked like my silicon valley shit with like other people because i've had people uh-huh. from like all over on this podcast yeah, yeah. and they're like very like huh like haha yeah. they give me a polite laugh i'm like god damn it people don't get this yeah, like <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like it's dude, it's a bubble yeah it, it is a bubble it's very interesting yeah. but uh right. yeah i mean what else was I get? Uh, Kid Kuzo, where where does this name come from? Like it's it uh, kind of feels random, but like it's also like rolls off the tongue. It it is very random. The thing is, I went through like a lot of different names. Like, I was coming out. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, I did Brian Lee. I did. Uh, I had a name that was like Kiaro. That didn't sound That's good. That's kind of sick. Um, I, I was. I went. It sounds I went like Claro, like the really famous. Kind singer. of yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what the thing is? Like at that time, like little rapper me i was like that doesn't sound hard bro like that sounds kind of lame so i changed yeah. it um i went by parker i um, remember that i remember when you were back, like, dude that's when you're doing all the saxophone covers and shit yeah and i was like yeah. yo this is the guy like i was because i was really impressed with your saxophone covers i was like wow oh, he's yeah, like more musically you. talented than i'll ever be and so like oh, i was like i followed you. you from there and then i was like what happened yeah. to parker i remember like thinking a couple years later i was like what the fuck happened and then like i look i'm like see like who's following me i was like brian lee because i remember your name it was like wow. kid Kuzo. i was like who the fuck is that dang <laughs> i wonder how many i wonder how many followers i i like lost from that probably from what five brian lee did kid kuz or from changing my name so much yeah what else parker and then um there was a point where i was like f-115 like i freaking like that's like a room number but uh yes yeah, like the randomest stuff uh i think after now nah, i don't remember i think it was after i went back to brian lee and i was like okay mm-hmm. there's an infinite amount of Korean Americans that are going to immigrate to the U.S. named Brian Lee. So I was like, I got to change this. Like, it's going to just keep rising. Like, yeah. I'm not going to show like up on the Google There's also something to that name though that like people would resonate. Like, huh? Like he has my name. Like Korean Americans from you know, this country. That, You're like, that's you know what? Facts. That's me. That's literally that, that me. is facts. Like, that is facts. Um, it's like it was just like demoralizing. So I would look up Brian Lee, and it's like. 16 million results like i'm like okay let me dude that's honestly so much better like if you like if people try to look you up on google search it's like brian lee 90 million results it's like oh there's one in seoul south korea and there's like 15 in cupertino like you know so (laughs) you you know what dude there are there's in my i'm in one of my classes right now there's two other brian lees like exactly (laughs) the same i don't know why the fuck they put us in the same class like (laughs) brian lee here Brian Lee. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you know what? They, they they don't even like give us nicknames. They just call us Brian One, yeah. Brian Two. I'm like, no, my favorite at graduation was like we would always make this joke is like in the South Bay, it's like heavy Asian Indian population. So oh, like, no. okay, when it comes to agarwals, it's gonna be at least 15. <laughs> Changs, that's 20. Chen yeah. 15, Lee 20, Lee, Patel oh, 9. Like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, so it was like, all right, let's wait. Dude, the Lees were the longest fucking thing. Yeah. There's multiple spellings too. So it's like right. L-E-E-L-I. Like, I was like, God damn it. Like, here we are, 30 Lees in. Like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh, and then the Wangs, 
the Wangs. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, How could I forget? How could I forget? Yeah, man. There's too many, man. Shaw's. Shaw's a popular one. Oh, yeah. Okay. God damn it. It was it was after Brian Lee that I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to select a name that like I'm gonna stick with. Cause all those previous names I was with like for a few months, maybe months maybe. Um mm-hmm. and where Kikuza comes from is uh have you seen Avatar? Yes. A little bit. Uh like not the blue people one. No, 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 no. Like the, the show, Avatar the last yeah, 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 and yeah. Aang, an author. Right. Yeah, I, and I know. there's a character in that there's a character who's Aang's like old Fire Nation friend. Mm-hmm. His name's Kuzan. Okay. And so I just thought that sounded cool. So I took Kuzan and I was like, okay, I don't want to get copyrighted or something. <laughs> so I just changed it to Kuza. And then yeah. I put the kid in front of it. I don't know. That's some like rapper thing. It kind of <laughs> works, dude. It really but did like, work. It, it was yeah. close. And like at the time, I was not sure about it, but like, for some reason it's stuck so i yeah. think like that that's gonna be it i'm keeping Did your it. friends clown you for changing your name uh, i mean yo at the time they clown me so hard oh my god oh my god like <laughs> it was bad but I, like it's weird now because like now my friends sometimes they'll just call me kuza i'm like that's kind of cool you know but it, it, it's like kuza. a trip for me sometimes yeah, that is yeah. cool yeah. Hey, like one, you're gonna be walking down the street one day when you're, you know, five million followers oh plus on Instagram, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, Kuza," and you're like, <laughs> "Rodeo." Hey, I see it. I see it. Oh, that Tesla. <laughs> you gotta represent, dude. That Silicon Valley shit. Dude. You gotta rep, bro. It's that South Bay. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get AirPods too, man. Dude, yeah, like, gotta do it. You have the BD and everything too. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> so what's next? What's next for you? like what's, what, next? what's the next like move for this project um, and all this stuff uh next thing is uh mixtape I'm, I'm thinking of doing a mix i was gonna try to do like maybe an album but then i mm-hmm. realized like the type of things i'm doing is like kind of all over the place right so I, once you call it a mixtape you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah so, yeah um so i think i'm doing a mixtape. i'm trying to drop a lot of music um but also i'm terrible at being consistent so right but yeah, I, I don't have like the full concept done yet, but I just have like some songs um, that I've made and I'm, I'm just working on those. So, yeah. 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 How far, like, let's talk about like your discography, like so far, like everything, like <laughs> how, like from middle child freestyle all the way through, oh, may I take your order? Like how far do you think you've come? Like, do you see the progress, like in the way that you've rapped? Honestly, I, I do, you know, because I, it's it's all based on my cringe meter. So the more I cringe, is like the older it gets. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like listening to Middle Child, like oh man, because also another thing is I feel like my voice has changed too. Yeah. You know, dude, I um, don't think Middle Child was that bad. I don't think it was I, cringy. I think I think I did go off on it. You did. It's just you like know that young Simba line <laughs> before Cold even thought of it. Like, <laughs> yo, yeah, <laughs> you did your research, man. I was like, no, I mean, I watched it last night. I was like, because I was oh, like man. listening to a bunch of your music. Because I was like, I want to get dope. a few, and because uh, I re-listened yeah. to me, I take your order again, and like right. you know, passion fruit because I found that awesome. line. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> but middle shop freestyle, man, it was like very. Uh, you, you were just, again talking your shit. Like, right i think like what happens is like i don't make music for a while and then i feel like i'm getting hated on for some reason and then i just like write a song like like that like that's what happened with middle child like i i was like in a creative block and then I was like you know what i'm just gonna talk mad shit and that's what yeah. happened i feel that's like a lot of like how my projects start off actually <laughs> how do you get out of those creative blocks because like for me my creative yeah. blocks sometimes are horrible 
Like they I go through the I can't same. Do anything. It's it's because like I think thing is writing does writing is difficult because for me I have to like sit down and force myself to write. You know, because I'm really like taking things from my brain and like putting it into paper and like making it make sense. So mm -hmm. um, it, actually like this last week, like a couple weeks ago, I was having like a huge block and I was just like super drained for some reason. And so I took the week off, not listen to any of my songs, not listen to any beats I've made. I just listened to like slow jazz music the whole week. And then, <laughs> and like yesterday I like just got back into Ableton and like made this beat and I like, through some bars and I was like, all right, like, I think I'm back. You know, I think sometimes it's back. just a break. He's back. <laughs> sometimes it's just a break, I guess. Yeah, no, I feel it for sure. Cause like, even with the podcast, like I have this goal where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put an episode out every week. And it's always like, every week. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, like the last month I've seen myself, like my platform exponentially grow and like mm -hmm. my, my, my ability to be a better interviewer has just grown. Right. But like, yeah. I feel like now I'm in like February and you were like my last interview I had scheduled for like a month straight. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, where am I going? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to top yeah. this stretch right now. So, you know, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I take it week to week. I'm like, all right, yeah. let's figure out who's on, who's free. How do you, how do you figure out who's on? Cause I, yeah. I have a friend. Cause like, I mean, it's funny cause during quarantine, like everyone started doing podcasts. Yeah. So like yeah. I have friends that have podcasts and they're like telling me like, Oh, like, I don't know who to get like what kind of people I should interview. So like, yeah. how do you, how do you figure it out? I mean, for me, like, I just, I like go with people I fuck with. Like, you know, like I, I'll see people on YouTube, content creators, whatever. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit, he's dope. Like, I, I'll just give you an example. Like my guy, Grant Cohn, like I interviewed on episode. I saw a bit of that one, yeah. Grant is like, I saw, like, I've been following Grant on Twitter. Me and my brother have been following Grant since like mm. 2016, 2017. So like, we've seen him like on the come up type thing. And right. like, now he's like pretty big. And I went and just shot him an email. I was like, listen, man, I'm a huge fan of yours. Would love to interview Shoot you. Shot, really. And Shoot he was shot. like, hell yeah, let's do it. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, he actually responded. And then, uh, and then I was like, all right, let's see if he like drags out the day. But like, we figured it oh, out. Shit. And like, there was a couple obstacles man. in between, but uh, we got it done. <laughs> and like, it was so surreal, yeah. like getting to interview someone that you'd like seen, like for been so watching, long. Right. yeah, and been watching. It's like, wait, am I in the yeah. episode? Like, this right. is sick. And so, uh -huh. you know, the Grant interview, uh, Sachin Kumar was, uh, he's like a brown TikToker that I saw during quarantine, and I was like, this I guy's saw legit. part of that one too. This guy's I legit. Saw part of Thank that you. One too. <laughs> uh, this guy's legit. And so I was like, I went and just like shot him a DM. Mm. I'm not expecting him to respond because I bet he gets like a hundred a day of just like random people being like, TikTok this is, famous, this is Nigerian embassy. <laughs> Like, uh, we owe you $9 million. You know? He read out one yeah. of his DMs actually on the pod. It's really funny. Yeah. Just like fast forward to the end. It reads it towards the end. But okay. I'll, I'll watch that. the rest of it. And, uh, and uh, but like, he was just another person like I found. So it's just like people you like and people you think you would vibe with. Like, I saw I think, you. Yeah. And I was like, I saw your project and I was like, this is awesome. Like, you know, thank like, you, thank I was you. like, I want to fucking talk to him about his project. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's dope, though. Like yeah. you reaching out to people that you think, you know, are dope. Like, I think that's just yeah. you're putting people on, too. So it's that, like kind of like the Rogan method, you know, like I'm not comparing yeah. to Joe Rogan. By sense, but like, <laughs> talk you know, your shit, yo, talk your shit. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Joe Rogan's like, he just like goes up to people like it doesn't matter. Right. Like Rogan mm -hmm. can get practically everyone at this point. But like, oh, so yeah. you know, like he has guys like uh, like 
he had this guy uh, on a podcast one time where like he was talking about his experience, like living in the wild for two years. And like, he was completely <laughs> unknown to people. And then you oh, have yeah. that. And then the next episode he has fucking Connor McGregor or some, someone yeah. of that stature, or like Elon. Elon. So, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. And he's joint with Elon. So like, yeah, you know, like right. it's, so he has like a variety. And like, that's my goal with the show is just like to be able to. Hey, have- you asked, you asked me, I'm sorry. I'm turning the interview around. You asked me about my influence. What? Is Joe Rogan your influence in terms no. of podcasting? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I in terms of podcasting, man, I don't actually listen to a lot of podcasts, believe it or not. Wow. I, I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd say, like, the people I really, like, admire in terms of, like, what they're able to do are, like, kind of the trailblazers in a lot of ways. Not the people, like, who just interview random people and do, like, this uh. and other. Like, I think about, when I think about, like, great podcasters, I think of, like, an Alex Cooper. If you've, like, watched, like, uh. Call Her Daddy. Like, the <laughs> things that, like obviously the shit she talks about is like not what mm-hmm. I want to talk about yeah by yeah. any means like my parents would fucking neuter me if I were to talk about that shit um hey, your parents and, your parents watch this no their parents watch this yeah they don't oh, okay. they wouldn't care. but like if they were to, like see me like do an interview on call her daddy like oh my god like Jesus <laughs> <laughs> like I think I would be just disowned by the South Bay <laughs> um but like I think what she's doing like in general like the idea Mm-hmm. she's taken like this whole sex positivity thing and just been like fuck it i'm gonna talk my shit and right. it's worked for her like see what yeah. happens like people really <laughs> resonate with that because you need because you need a resource you need absolutely like, you right? need content for that like yeah. let's be like, real sex is taboo within society and people mm-hmm. don't want to talk about it and alex is like fuck you i'm gonna be as graphic <laughs> as i can and i'm gonna yeah. talk my shit and it's like i respect yeah. that so, you know, yeah. it's like, I tell my friends all the time, like, yeah, I, w- I would love to just be like interview Alex Cooper and just hear her talk shit on here for an hour. Like, <laughs> you I just, just ask your questions. Don't say, don't it's share like, any Alex, your experiences. Right, you, you, you just say what you want. Like, you have an yeah. hour, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. yeah. But I think that's like who, one of my influences. I mean, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. But there's a, there's some others. Like, I like Dax Shepard if you listen to Armchair Expert. I haven't. I that's a great podcast, too. So, okay. yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple more questions. What's your end game with rap? Your Avengers end game? Uh, oh man, end game. Um, just to be able to make a living off of it, you know. Yeah. Just because uh, I mean that's like the ultimate, uh, you know, success is like if you can make a living off of it, then like that's all you need. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like I don't, I don't need to like be signed to some big label or something right. like that. Although that would. Uh, <laughs> make my parents really happy (laughs) like I was thinking about this like the only way that my parents will like genuinely be proud of me is if I like got a sign to like a huge like deal or something or like got a Grammy or something it's like Brian Lee Kate Kuzma take your order it's like whoa your parents are like oh my god I'm gonna send this to all the WeChat groups like yeah (laughs) oh yo if I if I get on like the the Korean newspaper and shit (laughs) dude that's huge yeah i mean i think hassan talks about it too with like the daily yeah show. He exactly was like, he was like dude that was the first time my dad even like recognized i had talent right. <laughs> he was like that's he saw why, me with john i was yeah. like oh, it's over <laughs> <laughs> that's why i relate to him too it's like even watching homecoming king like i it was amazing man. yeah i mean homecoming king was like for the south bay let's be real <laughs> honestly yeah, yeah. Oh, and like yo i remember in one of like the patriot Patriot Act episodes, like he was shouting out all the cities with like with Indian people. Yeah, with Indian people. He and said Cupertino. I, yo, he said yo, wait, wait. He said all of the other cities, and I was like waiting, waiting, waiting. And he said Cupertino last. And I, I felt cold. like I was like it was like he hit a buzzer beater for all that. Oh, let's fucking go! Like, <laughs> what did he say? He said Santa Clara, Cupertino, Fremont, like, Fremont, like, the yeah. whole fucking like 
pretty much the bay. Like, I'm like, like he's not. Is he gonna say? And he said Sunnyvale, and I was like, he's coming close. He's coming close. I was like, oh my god. So you know, he did say it. So shout out Hassan. That's actually my other goal with the podcast. By episode 100, I want to get Hassan. I think you do it, man. I think yeah. you do it. Episode 100. That's a lot of episodes, too. So. Yeah. I got time. I set myself an appropriate amount of time. I was like, all right, yeah. you know what, fuck it. We're going to 100, and then we're going to get him. But uh, till then, it'll just be stalling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that with, like, the living thing. Because, like, my brother, again, is, like, trying to do the rap thing. And mm-hmm. he's been doing it for a couple of years. And, like, honestly, like, I, I think that's, that's all he wants to do, too, is just, like, be able to make money off of, like, what he likes right. to do. And, like, you it's know, hard. that comfortable life. It is hard. Yeah. It's hard as it's fuck. Hard. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's very hard. So, um. you know. I, but, like, it's, I mean, I think, like, now you have, like, the internet and social media and all of these things. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, easier to get discovered, you know what Obviously. I mean? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. like, like, 20 years ago, like, there's you have like zero percent chance right. you know as an asian american like it's like you know so like sometimes a lot of times i forget that like 20 years or like in the 90s they were like hella there's a hella asian people that were like making music doing right. art and stuff like that right. but like we never like know about them yeah you know i mean because only sure. like only a few like ever really get to the top i guess mm-hmm. yeah I mean, now, like, I mean, like, let's be real. Like, the first real, like, crazy, over-the-top shit that we saw for Asian Americans was Crazy Rich Asians. That was two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, it was, like, that was y'all's movie. Like, that was, yeah. like, you know, it was, like, it's our coming out <laughs> yeah. party, baby. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, they got to have they gotta have a, a brown people version, dude. Dude. dude they didn't, did, they so have, did they have brown people with Crazy Rich Asians? I don't think so. No. I was, like, get me my the South district. Asians. The disrespect. Man. Yeah, I was like, give me an Indian. Uh, give me an Indian. Come on. Just let Hassan <laughs> pop on the screen for five seconds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so dope, bro. Yeah. Show, shows up as a cameo. That, man, that She's crazy. like, what's up, guys? It's like, Dude, wow, and the only brown you know one what? here. You know what? They missed out on an opportunity because they would have gotten all, all brown people's support if they just, like, oh, at least 100%. threw somebody in. You know? like, they throw in Hassan Minaj. Everyone's like, bam. Like, let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I mean... But still, you know, at the end of the day, like, it was yeah. huge. For no, I'm curious. Like, what do you think of, like, Asian-American representation in the media? Like, what do you see, like, going? Like, what are the trends? What are some people we need to look out for? Uh, I think it's, I mean, it's it's going a good direction, you know, especially after Crazy Rich Asians. I think, like, a lot of, like, Asian actors are getting more chances now. Asian writers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing, like, more Asian-American films uh, and, like, shows, I guess. Um, what do you think of Fresh Off the Boat? It's good. It's good. I, but I haven't watched it like that much. No, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. I was like, because I know a lot of my Asian friends, they fucking hate it. They're like, really? This is so <laughs> goddamn stereotypical. Oh, man. Useless. I think like it's it's not my type of show. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like I maybe because like I also think that it feels like it's a bit more oriented for like a younger audience almost. Yeah. You know, to me, like I feel like I've I enjoy watching stuff that's like a little bit more like adult. Darker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little no, bit darker I mean, maybe. Like but. that's the thing too, is like with fresh off the boat, like it's supposed to be based on this book by Eddie Huang, who's mm-hmm. like this uh, Asian American chef and he's like pretty famous. Right, and right. like the whole, like they took the book and they took every, like they just decimated the book. So it's like, there's nothing <laughs> oh, like related to the book. <laughs> 
they just took oh, the characters man. so like in oh, actual reality like eddie huang had like the darkest motherfucking childhood you'll ever imagine yeah. like those like his parents like a, like physically abused him like they you know oh, it was like shit. a lot of like fucking verbal right. shit and i yeah, was like yeah. i would have loved friends. to see that real shit over this yeah. you know like fake family comedy like we're just right. asians assimilating with white people like you yeah. know so, yeah. yeah i think that would have been preferred but right i think like i i think in my opinion it's like we kind of need like all the we need like the whole spectrum for sure i mean for sure because like even with crazy rich asians like that's not an asian american movie yeah i mean it's it's a very asian movie it's a very asian movie in english you know what i mean which like i'm again i'm still like really proud i still really like that but i think we just have to like fill in the other gaps yeah we had like fresh out the boat that's like one side of the spectrum it's more like you know any Asian American like actors that you know of, like who are like on the come up? Um, I don't know, maybe on the come up, uh, or like you know, like who are doing good shit and big things. Um, I know a uh, uh, Stephen Yuen. He just uh, I don't know if he directed, but I know he's acting in this uh, uh, new film. It's called like Minari. It's about some Korean guy that comes to the U.S. to like make a Korean crop or some shit like that. Interesting. I don't know. Apparently, it's really good. I haven't watched yeah. it yet, but. That's getting that's kind of uh, uh, getting buzz right now. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know that that many actors on the come up. You know? Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, there's plenty of Asian actors that have. No, been I'm sure. Working. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Like the the industry for them is blowing up, and like for for right. every, like Asian South, they, the farewell with Lulu Wang was mm. supposed to be fantastic. Didn't actually right. watch it. But oh, yeah, last question. <laughs> <laughs> last question though, you are a film major. Um, uh, so what, what's the future with that? Like, I do you think, do you oh, see yourself yeah. going back to LA, maybe doing some film or like, you know, like um, video production, like where, where do we, the thing is going? like, cause you know, as a, as a, as a college cop out, I'm a, a not completely <laughs> cop sure. out, cop in. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll finish bro. Like, we'll see. I mean, I, I think right. I'm in that direction, you know, I'm in that mind state now, but again, like I'm the type of person I never know like what's going to happen but um right now i'm actually applying to music school (laughs) so i'm trying to switch majors um at nyu still or like to other places yeah yeah cool um because i think you know it it aligns with like what i'm trying to do right um so we'll we'll see about that how have you liked your uh, film classes like good bad so far um they've been pretty good like i i love film like i that was like a lot, like at least in high school, along right. with music, like I was always like into film was my first music. love too. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I feel you. See, and like yeah, like my friends and I, we used to just make hella stupid sketches and like that's, that's honestly the way I, to do it, man. Yeah, and I, I always love like the music video process too. Um, yeah. And so you know, I love film, uh, and my classes pretty good. You know, like I can't complain because like it's better than like you know. AP stats or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I, this last one is just like for right. someone who's never ever listened to you before and they just heard the name Kid Kuza for the first time, give them the 30 uh-huh. second pitch as to why they should check you out and where uh, they can shit. check you out. Um, I'm kind of bad at this. <laughs> um, catch me on Spotify. Uh, may I take your order? It's my EP just dropped. Um, just a whole lot of bars. Um, if you like hip hop, then you're probably gonna like it. Um, if you like Asian people, you're probably gonna like it too. <laughs> if you like if you like drive-throughs, you're gonna like it too. Um, 
yeah, that's that's probably my pitch. Uh, I'm I'm on I'm on like whatever platforms. Um, yeah, like social media is just Kid Kuza. That's the name. Yeah, <laughs> remember it because you know when he blows up, he's coming back. Oh, so <laughs> and he's gonna blow me up in the process. But hey, I'll be guys. back. I'll be back. Yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back. Thank oh, you guys man. so much for listening to this yeah. episode of the Essential Question Podcast. Episode eleven is complete. If you guys like that episode, go ahead and smash that like button, destroy the subscribe button. Let's get this podcast get off it. the ground and rolling. Let's um, get it. <laughs> catch me on Spotify. Hit the follow button. Follow me on Instagram at Essential Question Podcast and on Twitter at Essential QU1. I'm going to start to use the Twitter more. I don't yes, actually sir. use it that much, but you know, <laughs> we either. on that grind. So uh, go follow yes, me sir. there. I'm going to link all of Kid Kuza's shit down below. So Spotify, YouTube. I think mm-hmm. if he has his Instagram, oh, yeah. I'll also link that. So uh, go check him out there. But uh, that's it for the episode today. Thank you so much, Brian. Thanks for having Kid me. Kuza. Yeah, no problem, man. Young College Cop Out. Sign it off, right? (laughs) All right. Have a good one, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Essential Question Podcast. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the episode. Whatever you're doing, your support does not go underappreciated. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Kid Kuza, a.k.a. Brian Lee, the legend himself. And if you haven't listened to his music, go ahead and do so, please. Uh, Check him out on Spotify. He's got a new EP that dropped. Again, like he was mentioning later on in the podcast called May I Take Your Order. It's one of the best EPs and really just best things to come out of 2020. So go and check that shit out. I promise you will not be disappointed. I'll also link some of Brian's other stuff down below. So feel free to go check him out there too. If you guys like the podcast, go ahead and destroy the like button and the subscribe button if you're on the YouTube channel. I promise you will not regret. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and hit that follow button as well and leave good reviews on all the other podcast apps as well. Go ahead and also follow me on socials. Uh, On Instagram, you can find me at Essential Question Podcast. And on Twitter, you can find me at EssentialQU1. Also, feel free to email me at EssentialQuestionPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, it should be fun. It's going to be, we got a lot of great content coming out in the next coming weeks. So I'm super excited about that. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Brian talking about rap. Rap's a huge part of my life. So I hope I was able to, uh, help, uh, you guys destroy any misconceptions you may have, or, you know, just talk about something you guys didn't really know a lot about. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it and feel free to let me know what you guys think. Social media, email, whatever works. Lots more great content to come. So stay tuned and get excited, but I'm out. Peace.